0: a 2018 survey by Crossway revealed that the number one obstacle to a thriving prayer life is distraction. And that's followed closely by indifference, busyness, and loss for words. Millions of Christians like you and me sit in church pews on Sundays, but we struggle to carry that conversation with God into our Monday through Saturday lives. And Honestly, I'm not just referring to our environment. I mean, sure, the people living with us are distracting. The cable news droning in the background, is distracting. And the constant pings and buzzes on our phones, those are distracting too. But what about those rare blissful moments when your environment is quiet, but your thoughts are racing? Have you ever tried to quiet your mind and be still with God? It's hard. I mean, you've experienced this too, haven't you? You start praying, but before long, you're thinking about that bill that needs to be paid, the oil that needs to be changed in the car, that friend whose birthday is coming up. I mean, basically everything but your conversation with God. And most of us, we struggle in secret. We're ashamed of our prayerlessness and we're fearful of being judged. So we carry on with our lives as if nothing's wrong. But deep inside, we wonder if we're missing out. I believe one of the greatest dangers facing Western Christians today is not external persecution, but internal distraction. It's not theologically inaccurate prayers that will be our undoing, but our utter lack of prayer. We are a distracted and divided people, and God is calling us to rediscover the unity and devotion and joy found only in His presence. When God's people pray, the first thing to change, it's not our country or our circumstances, it's our very selves. We become women and men who seek his face with earnestness. We become those who call on him, not just for a few minutes in the morning, but every moment of every day. We become the very fragrance of Christ to a broken world because we become aware of his constant presence in our everyday lives. So, how do we become such people of prayer?
1: Sometimes the story we tell ourselves is not really true. Sometimes the story others tell about us is not really true. Here on today's Heart Lift with Janelle, we are going to learn how to rewrite our story. So pick up your favorite pen and journal. Grab a cup of something delicious and start your heartlifting journey towards living a meaningful life. Hello and welcome to this very, very special episode of today's Heart Lift with Janelle. It is not a mistake you have found your way here in the busy marketplace of podcasts. We have with us the one and only Asherita. Choo-choo, C-I-U-C-I-U, and she is the author of Prayers of Rest. Yes, Prayers of Rest, 365 prompts to slow down and hear God's voice. That's what we've been talking about this season. Season 10 is dedicated to unhurriedness once again, slowing down again. We revisit this all the time here in this community because it's so dang hard to do it. <laughs> so we gratefully, I'm always humbled by your uh, the yes that you gave us. I'm just humbled by the yes. Thank you for saying yes and carving out time for us
0: in this community. Asherita, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. It's my joy to be here, Janelle.
1: Mm. Just your voice makes me
0: rest. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it's like liquid butter. It's I so lovely. I have to sleep, Janelle. <laughs> I
1: know. that rarely happens here.
0: (laughs) It's true. People, people listen to the prayers of Rest podcast and they tell me that, um, they listen to it when they have insomnia and they can't fall asleep. And so they'll just start doing the prayers and they're like, I fall asleep to your voice. I'm like, I think that's the compliment. I'm not sure. (laughs) It is. It's
1: like the calm app. My daughter writes for the calm app. And uh, number one, I get to have her telling me bedtime stories now as, as, um, her, an adult child, she's now telling my husband and I bedtime stories. Oh, we go so to sleep cool. to her stories, and it's so so surreal and beautiful. But now I will put on prayers of rest. That. <laughs> I think it's. I indefinite. will pray you to pray you to sleep. <laughs> pray me to sleep. That's so much better. Even that's fantastic. Prayers of rest. I know as an author that our work comes from a deep place of self journeying typically or inter introspection or the needs in our own life is, is that behind prayers of rest for you? I'm so curious.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I feel like every book I've written, um, was first lived out and in many ways is still lived out. <laughs> and you've written um, many, you're so yeah. Young. So I, I grew up in a Christian family. And so for me, prayer was as natural as going to church or reading um, the Bible. Like it's just part of our DNA as a family, what we do. Beautiful. Um, I also come from a, I'm a pastor's kid. We were missionaries to Romania for 10 years. So this was like just part of what we do. We pray, but for, I would say all of my walk to, with Jesus until probably like, 2019 2020 and and there's a story with that Mm, um my prayer was was (laughs) talking to god like i would talk 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 i would tell him all the things i would spend time in adoration and confession and thanksgiving and supplication and the axe model served as such a great framework for my prayer life um but i was you know deeply involved in ministry and writing and speaking and around 2018 2019 i just hit burnout like I remember sitting at the dining room table, my head in my hands feeling like, I don't know what's happening, but this is not the restful life that Jesus promised. No, it <laughs> like, is not. I know. This is, I, I feel like this is not the way this is supposed to go. And um, I yeah. told my husband, I feel like I am standing on the edge of a cliff oh. and one gust of wind is going to push me over. i so uh, sorry. Like, I was just that spent. I know. And was I have been doing there. Yeah. all the good things. I know all the good things.
1: All the good things. Name the good things. Name them for me.
0: Yeah, um I mean, were agree with that kids. time. I'm just curious. Um so this I would have been 31. 31. Yeah. Um we have three kids. They are now ages 9, 6 and 4. Um Ooh. so, you know, 3 years ago they would have been what? 6. Can I do math? 6 3 and 1. <laughs> I'm proud of you. On the spot. Um and uh yeah, at that point I had published four or five books in 3 That's years incredible um you know how incredible that is right it's god's grace janelle i mean it i feel is, like he's still incredible he's given me a a gift to write and communicate mm-hmm. and there was a season in my 20s when um, <laughs> i had some friends who told me ashrita um my my family went through a season of brokenness and my parents divorced and it just oh, like no. bent, sent my world spinning oh. um and i had some friends who came to me and said ashrita you've you have a gift and you've buried it and it's okay because you needed to go through healing, but it's time for mm-hmm. you to dig it up and put it in God's service. Wow. That's good um, friends. They, yeah. Yeah. Good, good friends. And good they friends. prayed for me and they walked with me through the, the birth of our online ministry and uh, then right. Give the us the name.
1: Row. I love the name. Hey, turn it up. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's called One Thing Alone Ministries. I know, and I love um, it. our desire is to help women enjoy Jesus through creative Bible habits. Uh, just make enjoying Jesus your one thing alone every day, and and it changes everything. I just love it. And do you and your husband do that together? Yeah. So he uh, has a day job. He works in IT <laughs> for a hospital, but then he moonlights <laughs> for a ministry in the evening. That's fantastic. Um, He does all the IT stuff for us and some graphic Oh, you are so blessed! Support emails. I mean, he yeah. is. You have a great a website, bomb. by the way. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yep. Thank you. Asherita uh, I'll com. I'll, mm-hmm. I will.
1: I will definitely put it and spell it correctly
0: <laughs> <Thanks>. for everyone. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, wait. I, I feel like I'm meandering. Um, You're not yeah, meandering. So, I mean, meandering
1: is good here. We love meandering. Yeah, that's was, where we it get to. It was just
0: a really good season of ministry, really fruitful. Mm-hmm. Um. But I felt like I was just pouring out. Yeah. Um, and even though I was spending time reading the Bible and I was spending time prayer, it didn't feel restful. Um, yes. And so that led me to start searching scripture and say, like, Good. if Jesus says in Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 to 30, he says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. I know. That's a promise. It's a big one, um, and so that set my heart on this journey to say, "Okay, I know I need your rest, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I know it's yeah. found in your presence, mm-hmm. and I think I'm doing something wrong because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so not would feeling you the affect Teach me, <laughs> guess, yeah. Out. Would you teach me what this looks like? Um, and fast forward to March 2020, um, the world had to shut down. We were yes, dealing we with the COVID-19 pandemic. In case you don't know. Um, I love my <laughs> husband and my kids, but they were home all day, every I, day. I uh, my husband okay, was working yeah, from home. My kids were like, you know, they love each other, but it, it's a lot. It's a I lot. I homeschooled for 14
1: eight. by choice, <laughs> and I know how hard that was. So I, my heart went out to all you young mamas who, who this was placed upon you. Because even with the choice, it was it was excruciatingly hard, obviously very fruitful and iron sharpened my iron. (laughs) But yeah,
0: so you're in you're in the midst of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, laundry piles, dishes in the sink. And um, what are we going to have for a snack when we just had breakfast and lunch and I need to plan dinner? Um, And I'm an introverted soul. Like I need my time alone. I need like I feel like to be a good mama. I need some space from my kiddos. <laughs> yes, um, yes, and I mean, add to that, just all the all the political division that we were mm-hmm. experiencing, just the tension in relationships mm-hmm. and family and friends relationships about masking or not masking, and how do you respond? And do you mm-hmm. want to come over? Or Do we need to social distance? Like it was vaccinate, not
1: vaccinate, right? A lot, a lot. It was a lot of lot. tension. A lot of we just here in the community, um, probably. 80% eighty to 90% of what I've tried to bring to everyone is how to manage the overwhelm, the unseen state of overwhelm that is in the atmosphere. It's just in the atmosphere. I have lived long enough, gone through enough to know that the atmosphere is the nervous system, as our our brilliant guest, Laura, taught us. Everything has a nervous system. You know every person we meet, every space we go in, every geographical area, geographical area, everything has a nervous system. And I just think the nervous system of our world is in a hyper state. And so I'm guessing you felt that hyper vigilance inside of your lovely body. Yeah, and was that where I've got to search rest. And so you're searching rest, yeah, you're digging so down
0: deep. I'm standing at the kitchen sink and the kids are arguing <laughs> over Lord knows what, while my husband's <laughs> upstairs trying to be on a conference call and he needs and quiet. And, and I'm there like facing this sink full of dishes and um, Janelle, my hands start getting sweaty. Uh, my oh. heart starts pounding. Uh-oh. My vision starts getting dark. And I, I was like, what is happening right now? Like I had never experienced those sensations where I was like standing still. It felt like I was running a marathon in the dark. Um, yeah. Not that I'd ever run a marathon, but I've done five K's. And <laughs> but we can, so we can guess. Yeah. Yeah. There's this sense of like, that body's betraying sense. me. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, it was. Like, what's happening in this? Or moment? it was
1: being your friend. As we, um, we know with embodiment, our body keeps the score.
0: Yes, so it's like yes. knocking and on your door. In retrospect, Dr. Google says. Dr. Google it was a panic attack. <laughs>
1: Sounds like it. Sounds like uh, one,
0: but I'd never experienced one at, up to that point. And so uh. I, I'm like, I don't know what's happening. I can't talk to my husband cause he's on the conference call and the kids are over there arguing. Uh. And so I go to the only quiet space in the house, the laundry room <laughs> Yes. and I Love shut the door room. behind me. I slide to the floor and I just start weeping. Like uncontrolled sobbing. And I'm not a super emotional person. I'm not necessarily like super attuned to my feelings. Um, But there was just this sense of complete overwhelm and Mm shutdown. And um, the only thing going through my mind was I can't do this anymore. Yeah. I cannot do this anymore. Wow. Um, It was fine. Oh, I'm sorry. That's a quick dark place. Yeah, that's a quick dark place.
1: Any children knocking on your door? Uh,
0: no, your no, they were quite Did caught they up in their argument. <laughs> to have that thing? In
1: that yeah. moment, if you yeah. don't mind us going to that moment, because I guarantee you there's somebody in that moment, if not many, even to this moment right now, who are on the floor, who are weeping or too numb or too overwhelmed to even weep. And they are definitely saying, I can't do this anymore. I know there's not one soul in this world who has not probably said that. Particularly in this last season of this Mm -hmm. global pandemic. How did you get off the floor? How did you open the door of the laundry room if it was closed? How did you move out of that very paralyzing Mm
0: -hmm. moment? Yeah. well, it was in that space on the floor, actually, that the Lord met me in a very special way Oh, um, over and over. And the soundtrack in my mind was, I can't do this anymore. I can't do this anymore. Yeah. Um, and it was in that space that this whisper of truth kind of penetrated and said, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Um, and that's. Psalm forty-six, verse one. Uh, I memorized that psalm years before Uh, that when I was pregnant with my firstborn. It was already um, tucked away. Yeah, yeah, and and I find that just as an aside, I find that in my life that um, anytime I spend meditating on scripture memorizing scripture even if i don't necessarily feel like i need it right then it is Mm. time well spent because we are storing away treasures in our treasure box that the holy spirit can then pull when we need it most Mm. um and and so in that space in that dark moment of i can't do this anymore um it is his spirit god's spirit that brought to mind that verse that i'd memorized years ago god is our refuge and strength a very present help in time of trouble. Mm. And Janelle, mm. I I heard that in my spirit and I thought, that's great, but I can't do this anymore.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All well and good. Yep. But let's get yep. back to reality. Can't do this. <laughs> um, thank and, you for um, your honesty. Oh my goodness. <laughs> we need honesty.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but God in his gracious kindness just did not let go and and over the minutes that followed um mm-hmm. the the soundtrack of i can't do this anymore got quieter and quieter as the voice of truth the voice of god got louder and louder until finally it was the the voice of god is our refuge and strength that was just speaking so loudly over my soul and and the sobbing stopped the crying slowed down my heart quieted down until I was left clinging to that truth, to that assurance. Right, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Yeah. And on that laundry room floor, um, mm-hmm. Janelle, I realized, I don't know how this whole thing's going to end. Like we didn't know how long lockdown would go. We didn't know when right. the kids would go back to school or if my husband would go back to work or, or you know, if the world long, would ever, <laughs> how long stores would be closed and churches would be shut down. Like we didn't know when that would end, No. Um, but there was just this deep awareness in, in my spirit that um, I can't keep going the way I've been going for the past two weeks uh, mm. because I need to get myself in God's presence. If he is my refuge and my strength then I need to make sure I'm making time to meet with him mm. before the world bombards me with headlines and with bad news and with everything that's going wrong. Like yes. I need to be purposeful and mm-hmm. setting aside time to rest in God. And I had been like up to that point, um, my kids were were old enough where, you know, they were either at school or with grandma or like Sia would sleep in and I was able mm-hmm. to have time. Um, mm-hmm to, to read my Bible, to pray. Like I said, my prayer life didn't necessarily feel restful, but, but I had that lifeline.
1: You had a discipline in place, a rhythm, a practice,
0: Yeah, which but, is beautiful. But then coming home kind of shifted all of that. Yes, exactly. And so my, my practice was upended. Um, and, and it was in that laundry room that I made the commitment mm. that if I'm going to survive this lockdown with my sanity, uh, Relatively intact. <laughs> um, I'm going to have to make it a priority to meet with God in the morning. I am mm. um, not naturally a morning person. I mm-hmm. much prefer to stay up late. Uh, but it was by necessity, like that. Yeah, that life or death. Experience was mm. like this. Is not like it mm-hmm. would be nice to. This is like I have to. I yes. have to get myself into this. Yes, yeah. this is life or death. Yeah. Um. And so it you know i i did get up i did open the door i did walk out and i was just thinking okay what is this going to look like um and mm. i decided to wake up early um and to pray from 7 to 7:30 Um and I went on Instagram. I invited my community. I shared. You know, I just had beautiful. I'm just realizing I need time with God. I don't think I shared everything about the laundry room with them at that point. I did. I did later, (laughs) but at that point, I was just like, you know, I really feel like I need some time in prayer. I love that. Um, And so, if anyone else feels this way,
1: Uh
0: um, I'll be going live seven to seven thirty. We'll be praying through the rest acronym, which I have developed. Yes, go ahead. Please share with
1: that, and then we'll go back to yeah.
0: Yeah, I developed that years before um, oh. for like a women's retreat. <laughs> <laughs> Look um, at that. I love
1: all the pieces when they all right? integrate. Isn't it yes. great how God mm-hmm. uses that? Mm-hmm. And, and
0: so I was like, you know what? I feel like we need to take some time to be praying through the rest format of prayer to, to allow our hearts. Um, you know, Psalm 46, I quoted the first verse, but verse 10 says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Um, and so I felt like, you know, it's probably key to to take some time to rest, to be still. So yeah. um, really quick, we can go deeper. if I would we want. love for but you to. Yes. Rest is an acronym for prayer. Um, the R stands for recite God's goodness. Uh, it's when we uh, praise God for who he is. And for what he has done in our lives, if we are praying through scripture, which is my preferred way, that's how I led those prayer calls, we would oh, read God. a few verses, and then we would look at them and say, okay, what do we learn about God here? How can we praise him for these attributes of God, but then also applied to our lives, like, where have you seen his patience? Where have you seen his, his, um, eager desire to forgive. Where have yeah. you seen him pursue you with his goodness, mm. like in your own life, take time to recite God's goodness in, in specific ways. Yes. Um, so on That's those so prayer calls, I would read the passage and then I would recite God's goodness. I'd take, you know, a minute or two to pray. And then we'd have a time of quiet. Like Ooh. nothing's more awkward on a live. Prayer call, so awkward like a live
1: video. <laughs> Are of we just, done? Like, <laughs> <laughs> silence.
0: So you Everyone's did it Instagram live. at my
1: you face. Did it, yeah, Instagram. <laughs> Instagram live, I'm guessing.
0: Yeah, Instagram okay. live. Um I was every day from 7 to 7:30 every, every single Monday day to Friday holy cow. for 8 weeks. Wow, girl. Um That's yeah. That's intense. And I started out in my closet. So you could see my husband's dress shirts lined up behind me cuz I was wearing them so anymore. much.
1: I used to have a great Master closet in a house we built, but we moved from there and I'm so miss my prayer closet. Oh
0: yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's how we started. So R is recite God's goodness. Love it. Um, the E is express your neediness. Um, so this is taking time to just confess your need for God, um, confess sins. Yes. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that's so important that we, we keep short accounts of our failures of where we've fallen short So that we may receive his forgiveness and mercy and grace. Like Hebrews Mm -hmm. tells us that we have a great high priest who can empathize with our weaknesses because he's been tested in every way, just like us. And so we can approach the throne of grace with confidence, knowing Mm -hmm. that we're going to receive the mercy and the grace and the help that we need. But we need oh, to avail ourselves of. We that. do. Like God doesn't You've just gotten. pour it out from heaven because you have a sticker on your water bottle that says "My grace is enough." Like <laughs> you need to actually come to Him. Talk and to express us. This is so
1: so good. This is yeah. so needed. Uh, myself included, right at the front of the line. So good.
0: And and I think too, part of what happens when we express our needs is um, it develops a humility in our yes. hearts. Mm -hmm. That recognizes I can't do this on my own, and Mm -hmm. God never intended me to, uh, but pride is what keeps me working in my own strength. It does. So when we take time every day to, yes, recite God's goodness and recognize how he's at work in our lives, but also to express our needs, Mm -hmm. um, we are doing Exactly what God invites us to do. Like, God, the one who created the cosmos, the one who set the world in motion, the one who continues to sustain every living thing. Yes. Is the one who invites us Mm
1: -hmm. to talk
0: to him about our relationships, about our overdue bills, about the anxiety in our hearts. Like, this is such an incredible privilege. It is. That we don't take yeah. advantage of, and this is not to heap shame or condemnation, no, no, or, no. or guilt, because yeah. those are the things that will keep yeah. us. That's from right. Praying. We don't do
1: that here. We are we are shame busters. Yes, we are shifting from shame to grace in our community. This, yes, this
0: is to say, we have been offered mm-hmm. the greatest gift in the universe, and it is ours for the unwrapping, um, yes. anytime, any place, anywhere, in the precious name of Jesus. Yeah. So and he says him. he'll meet
1: those needs, right? He says he will according yes. to his riches and glory. It's yeah. a, this is the promise that as we express them, he will supply us with what we need. I love Absolutely. that promise.
0: Oh, one of my favorite passages this past year has been um, in two places in the Gospels. Jesus is talking to his disciples and he uses this imagery of a parent with a child. Um, and he says, you know, in, in modern parlance, it'd be like, if my son, Theo, who's four, comes to me and he asks me for a snack, um, I'm not going to go out in the garden and and give him a brick
1: I and mean, be like, here you, you go. Or some dirt. I,
0: I mean, no. Like, he's no. my son. I, I might be like, you need to wait until dinner, buddy. But it, if he asks for something and he has a need, it is my heart. It is my joy. It is my my... Overflowing of love
1: Mm -hmm. to meet that need, right? Yes, to satisfy his hunger, to satisfy his
0: yes. And and Jesus says, I mean, you wouldn't, you wouldn't give him a stone, you wouldn't give him a snake. You you would give him the bread that he's asking for, and and by comparison, we are so sinful, we fall short of God's glory. Like it is my. Mm-hmm. impatience that causes mm-hmm. me to respond wrongly to my son. Um, mm-hmm. It is my own self-absorption that makes me want to mm-hmm. scroll Instagram instead of mm-hmm. putting it down to make eye contact with him. Mm-hmm. Right? And I am still bound by um, the, the sinful nature <laughs> that is being crucified with Christ. Yes. Every by day. comparison, mm-hmm. we are evil <laughs> compared <Yeah>. to God's <laughs> holiness and his perfect love and his yes. glory. Like he is, wonderful in every way. And so Jesus says, if you who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, Mm. how much more, how much more more will your heavenly father give good gifts to those who ask of him? And and in in another um, place where he has the same conversation with his disciples, he ends it by saying, how much more will the father give good gifts to those who ask him, even his own spirit oh i mean think about that god holds nothing back nothing he back. will give his yeah. very self to us. extravagant mm-hmm. mm.
1: may we all pause to really take that in this would be we i love to have teaching moments here lean in moments asherita and this is one to just ponder i have um Exhorted everyone in this season to really reflect on first John four because it really talks about the love of God. And I think it's verse 16, if I'm correct. The declaration is I believe and know that God, God's love for me. I believe and know his love for me. And I know myself, a few months ago when I was awakened with that scripture, I was like, I obviously don't know it because of mm-hmm. some things I was going through. So I think we all really need to hear your voice to us today so that we will really know his love. Mm -hmm. Know it intimately. That's what that word know means. Okay. So we have recite his goodness. Mm -hmm. We have
0: express our needs. Mm -hmm. And this is where rest is different from some of the other prayer models that we might be familiar Mm -hmm. with um and the s in rest stands for seek his stillness Ugh. just be still be still and know that he is god uh, there's a verse in zephaniah says that uh, god is the one who sings over us he, he does delights rejoices over in us. us yes how often do we pause and just ponder
1: i can't wrap miracle, my head around it
0: i know the miracle of that that right now He's Mm -hmm. rejoicing over his children. Mm. We have a God. We have a heavenly Father who delights in his children. Mm -hmm. And I think if we took time every day, even just a minute or two, to just relish that reality, to just be still and become aware of God's loving presence around us, Mm -hmm. over us, Within us, I mean, Scripture says that when Jesus went to heaven, um, his disciples were, were pretty bummed, right? Like, <laughs> yes, like, <we're laughs> wait, pretty confused, pretty bummed. Life. Like, I thought this was it, and, this can't and Jesus happen. says, "No, no, 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 no." He says, "It's better for you if I go, because if I go, I will send the Counselor." and yes. and he will be with you and he will remind you of everything that i've taught you he will empower you in fact at one point jesus says you'll do greater things than i have done yes and scripture says that he sent his own spirit as a deposit as a down payment of the reality of what is to come mm. when the bride of christ is united with jesus christ in eternal marriage like going to be amazing. i can't even fathom i can't
1: i know we really can't. We, but we've been talking about baptizing our imagination in the words of C.S. Lewis. So, here's where we can imagine. We can activate our five senses, right? And in our stillness, show me, Father, what that is going to be. But you know, he, his prayer, they, our Father, that he taught us how to pray. We, we do want to bring some of that kingdom here on earth, and I do believe by practicing those beautiful rhythms of stillness, silence, and solitude. That's how it's ushered in. I don't know if you would agree or not, but it is ushered into my life. Is this um, also, if I can just ask this, is this also a practice you do on your own? You earlier said you were at the kitchen sink, then you went into the laundry room. To me, that is the bones of what you're talking about and what we're talking about. It isn't this... You know, I think sometimes when we say that we need to seek stillness and sit in the stillness and be still and know God, that many people get images in their brains of monks in monasteries, Mm. right? Or um, I grew up in the Catholic tradition, so incense, you know, and I don't think that's what you're talking about or maybe help us clarify so that it's not something to be feared,
0: yeah, I don't I don't think my husband would appreciate me just like stealing away for days on end to be so alone with God. Like <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, honey, no, I'm I, going
1: to the room. Right.
0: I'm going to go meet with God now. I'm gonna You're meet with your God own. now. <laughs> <Yes>. Good <laughs> luck. Um I no. No. <laughs> and uh you know, in my early motherhood years, uh wh- when I was a teenager, I was able to take hours at a time. To just wow. be like I was a homeschool beautiful. student um in high school and it it was just fantastic that I could like that's amazing pause that my did. studies and it's and amazing. just dig deep in inductive study and and spend time journaling out my prayers. Like those up to that point, like that had been the deepest experience of God's presence mm. in the most satisfying way. Like it just radically transformed my life, mm. which was why in that like 2018, 2019 season, when I was yeah. on burnout, I was yeah. like, I know, I know what God offers us in his presence. I've experienced His. You'd
1: already his experienced rest. it. That's very good to know, right? So You've tasted and seen mm-hmm. that this isn't it. <laughs> That's so good to know. Right. Because once you tasted it, like that's even in my private practice with people that have maybe never experienced peace. They have come from trauma-informed backgrounds and lives and their nervous system, much like my own, has never understood peace ever in their whole entire life. You know, I'm so, so grateful that you did and that you had that. But there are, you know, 45 to 50% of our population that has not. Mm -hmm. And so of course that's a big part of my work, but it, it's once you taste it, I'm just like, do just keep showing up. Please keep showing up. Mm -hmm. Please just stand at your kitchen sink for a minute. Put your hands there and take a deep breath. It will come. Mm -hmm. It'll just come as a download or all of a sudden a little. Mm -hmm. So it, it, it's a movement almost, even though it's called stillness. <laughs> you know, I was a dancer, and 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 there's many times in movement where you just pause for a moment, and that's the greatest movement of all. Hmm. Is the the break, is the yeah. pause, the
0: I mean, this this prayer of rest, this rhythm, is almost like breathing. Um, I, I believe it and- is. It yes. doesn't have to be, you know, 45 minutes of custard no. in your closet. That's fantastic. And and mm-hmm. I try to have extended time of prayer yeah, um, once or twice a week, at least. Good. Like mm-hmm. it, it doesn't happen with a lit candle kids. and the mm-hmm. music going in the background. Yeah. Like that's just not going to happen in this season. And what I was saying earlier is when I first became a mom, um, it really frustrated me that yeah. I was not able to experience God's presence the way that I had as a teenager um, and, and that's a whole nother conversation for another time. Like how God let me realize you that, um, it, it is valuable to model for our children, what it looks like to yes. see God's face, even with yes. them around us and in mm-hmm. our lap, like there's a value in that. Yeah. Um, but there's, I also think that's value. the greater value. Yeah.
1: That's the greater value.
0: Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. There, there's also a value in, in getting away. Um, mm-hmm. And spending time in God's presence. And and mm-hmm. I can sense it in my own soul when I go too long without a yes. time of either, you know, prayer journaling or praying with a friend or going for a mm-hmm. prayer walk. Like, my soul needs that extended time. Yeah, it craves um, it. But also just in the day-to-day. Like, mm-hmm. it is a, a simple, like, breath prayer that I learned a few years mm-hmm. ago that helped me is, like, mm-hmm. breathe in. <laughs> God, I need you. <laughs> In this moment, just breathe in and then breathe out. You're enough. Oh, will you lead us in that just for a second? Yeah. So take a deep breath. And as you inhale, just pray, God, I need you. And hold it. On the exhale, just say, God, you are enough. And then inhale, God, I need you. And exhale, you are enough. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. And even even that, um, mm. deep breathing does something to our brains, it which does. I am not a psychologist or a brain <laughs> science, scientist, <laughs> but it actually activates a different part of our brain that it allows does. us to slow down, it's that right, pulls rest. us out of that fight or flight mode. correct. Um, what a beautiful gift. It is,
1: and I always encourage just just put your hand over your heart if all all possible. It's like no wonder we hold a baby here. You know, it's like it just does something.
0: So, thank you for sharing that. Okay, T. <laughs> yeah. So, R is recite God's goodness. E express your neediness. S to seek His stillness. And Janelle, I put the S in the middle. Because knowing myself, if I would have put stillness on the end, um, <laughs> I would have gotten through my prayer and gotten to the stillness part and been like, oh, I don't have time for this right now. I'll just do it later. Exactly. And just skip it. <laughs> I know. Such um, honesty. Lord have so mercy. So this is born out of my own need <laughs> yes. to say, no, I'm going to go through it. And the S is going to be in the middle. Ooh. And I will spend time being still with God. And I honestly, it. it's just this like, oh. <sighs> It's incredible what even just 20 seconds of being still with S- God at the kitchen sink. <laughs> From can porch. Do for your heart. Anywhere.
1: Grocery store line, uh, everywhere in the world. Now that I, I feel like, I mean, I have really personally been working on this since I had what you would really call an emotional breakdown at 28 after a miscarriage. And I'm now 62, you can do the math. Mm-hmm. And I'm still not there as you know I would so want to be. It isn't an overnight success story, especially if you are a type A, especially, you know, so, you know, especially in our culture, our Christian culture, our churches are busy. Everything's just super busy. Ambition, productivity. All right.
0: Yeah. And there's, there's one more thing I want to say about that stillness piece. And that is mm-hmm. that this is a great time for us to be quiet and to just listen. Yes. Um, ask God, is there anything you want to say to me? I'm listening. I mean, there's that prayer of Samuel in the middle of the night, right? Speak, Lord. Speak. Your servant is listening. And Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. My sheep hear my voice. They recognize my voice. They won't go after another voice. They actually recognize it. In that time of stillness. Just ask God. God, is there is there anything you want to say to me? Is there anything you want to show me or reveal to me about this passage, about this relationship, about this project, about this conflict? And it's surprising to me sometimes how I'll, I'll be in stillness and I still find like my my mind wanders, and and that's something else, right? Where where we need to like gather those thoughts. I find it helpful to kind of like feel like I'm I'm taking them in my hands and then palms down, I put them in God's care. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can train our brains to be still. It, it will take time. We can. It will take training. It's the first The first few days and weeks you do this in stillness, oh. all those things you've been shoving down and ignoring... And not wanting to think about and numb yourself, all of that will rise to the surface. It will. So, th- so there will be a lot to talk That's through. That's why we that. don't get quiet, though.
1: I know for okay. me, at 28, when my doctor said, I need you to take six months off from all leadership, my community knows this. I want you to go home, take care of your little toddler, do nothing else but care for yourself and your home and your child, your husband. Mm. And I want you to sit in a chair, and I want you to write. And I want you to sit in that chair for 15 minutes and not move mm. and not do anything. I was going to die. I was like. Wow! I was Twenty-eight. I thought I was gonna. I seriously thought I, I just was gonna come out of my skin. But mm-hmm. persistence. Keep going. Keep doing. Start
0: ten seconds. Twenty. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you will work through mm-hmm. those things that rise to the surface, mm-hmm. and and over time, your body and your spirit and your heart will come to a place of stillness um, well, as you work through that. So, okay. R E S. The T is trust His faithfulness. I mean, no. you've had this time of of reminding yourself that God has been good to you. You've had this time of being honest with God about the needs in your life. Yeah. You've had some time to just be still and be loved, mm. and, and just be at peace in His <laughs> presence. Uh, and and this is our transition back into work, back right. into movement, back into life. Right. Um, exactly. It's saying. I just remind, preaching the gospel to your own heart and soul that God is who he said he is and he will do what he said he will do in the world and in your life too. Mm-hmm. And so you can look at those situations that are causing stress and anxiety and you can say, okay, in this, God, I trust you. I trust you. I, I release it to you. God, in, in this hard situation, in this relationship, God, I surrender to you. Not mm-hmm. my will, but yours be done. As you take time to entrust things into his love and care, um, it is also an, an act of submission to mm-hmm. him. Surrender. Um, and, and saying, okay, Lord, is there anything you want me to do? Because if, mm-hmm. if he has shown you in stillness that there's, there's a next step for you to walk in, uh, this is your time to say, I commit. I commit mm-hmm. to doing that in your power, not in my own. You know, Jesus says, if you're my disciples, you're going to do what I've commanded you. Mm -hmm. And and there is joy in that obedience because as we walk out what God has given us to do, we get to see his power at work in us and through us. So we rest in him in prayer, and then we Mm -hmm. experience his power at work in our lives. Mm -hmm. It is an incredible experience to work from a place of rest. Yes. Not from striving, oh, yes. not from hustle, uh, a quiet assurance mm-hmm. that I trust God. He has He is at work. And, and there's a scripture I've been clinging to uh that He who began a good work in you will be faithful to complete it until the day of Christ Jesus. So, so we trust His faithfulness.
1: We do. Oh, heartlifters, we are going to pause here. I have more of my conversation with Asherita, but I'm going to post that as a bonus episode because Asherita was kind enough to read one of her prayers of rest as a meditation for us. And so I think uh, I would love for you to just take in this conversation that we had today. She has brought so much food to the table of thought here And I want you to just relish in that and ponder it and think about it. In review, she offered us this beautiful acronym for rest, to recite God's goodness, to express your neediness, to seek his stillness, and to trust his faithfulness. This is a beautiful addition to our our work and our growth in season 10, where we're really considering what everyday life looks like for us. And we're examining our everyday life and we are accepting the invitation to spend more time in the secret place, in the quiet place, in the unhurried place of life. And I know that that can be daunting and that when we are still and when we are silent, at least for me, my thoughts start racing about all the things I could be doing. And so I turn to one of my favorites, Orin J. Sofer. You can visit him on OrinJSofar.com on thoughts are not the problem. If you want to clear your mind, the first thing to understand is how expectations can trip you up. Perhaps you've heard the meditation instructions to sit quietly and feel your breathing. It's understandable that one would assume this means there is correct experience to have. My mind should be calm and peaceful as I feel each breath coming and going. Well, the opposite is true. There's no one right experience. In fact, the more you think there's a right way of doing it, the harder it will be to relax and follow the instructions. If you've ever tried to follow your breath for more than a few moments, you know it's not so easy. Within seconds, your attention wanders. It gets captured by an impulse about something you need to do, lost in a memory of a conversation, preoccupied with anything other than the simple direct feeling of the breath. One thought leads to another, and soon you're lost on a train of associative thinking. Thoughts in and of themselves are not the problem. It's our relationship to our thoughts that is the issue. We become obsessed with our thoughts, engrossed in thoughts. We react to them, fight with them, suppress them. All of this takes energy, consuming our attention and exhausting our reserves. The aim of meditation is not to stop thinking. It is to be more aware of thinking so that our thoughts don't control us. Beautiful words to end today's beautiful conversation. About prayers of rest, prayers of slowing down and living a less hurried life. So, Heartlifter, thank you for being with me today. If you would be so kind, would you leave a review of the podcast? You can just go to my site, JanelleRarden.com slash podcast, head on down to the bottom of that page, and I have all the instructions just waiting for you. Until next time. May you find rest for your soul. Thanks for listening today. It was great having you here. For even more great content and resources, please join the Stronger Everyday online community at janellereardon.com. Always remember, you, my friend, have value, worth, and dignity.